Good morning. Welcome to the KRWC Book Club for the month of June of 2022. The Book Club is brought to you by the Book Break in Maple Lake. Selling uh, great, great titles all the way around and, of course, other media as well. The Book Break in Maple Lake. We'll be hearing from them coming up throughout the program. In our June installment of the Book Club, we're going to talk to an author we've uh, chatted with once before. Minnesota author David Housewright joins us for the program today. David, good morning to you. Welcome. Good morning to you, Tim. Thank you for having me. Nice to have you back. You've been uh, busy. You've got another uh, Mac McKenzie book out that we're going to uh, feature today called Something Wicked. And um, let's maybe before we, we get to the new one, bring us up to speed for those that might not be familiar. You've uh, had loads and loads of different uh, McKenzie novels going, is it one a year, going all the way back into the early 2000s? Well, I, I, I think this is the number 19th, wow. 18th or 19th, Mackenzie. I, I have actually 27 books. Mm-hmm. Or is it 28? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Time flies but, when the when the words are flowing. Yeah, I, uh, this is like the 19th Mackenzie, but I also have a bunch of other books out there as well. Who is Mac Mackenzie? Well, first of all, nobody ever calls him Mac. Okay. I made a mistake. Oh. <laughs> I, I actually wrote that in the very first book in the series, but we've never had anybody call him that since. But okay. somehow it got stuck. Uh, Mackenzie is a ex-cop who uh, retired from the police force to take a very hefty reward from a uh, uh, enterprising embezzler that he caught off the, off the books. And so now he's independently wealthy, mm. and he spends his time doing favors for friends. And instead of, you know, taking them to the airport or helping them move the favors often involve investigating crimes and boyfriends that turn out to be frauds and art thefts and things of that nature. Something a little more exciting than, you know, just uh, cab rides and things like that. There you go. (laughs) Um, And uh, again, he's been featured in uh, this the 19th time now. And um, the subject matter always is uh, interesting and kind of grabs the listener and, and tangles them up in whatever the latest thing is. But yet they can kind of stand alone a little bit too, right? Yeah, I've written them all so that they can stand alone. Um, what you read in Something Wicked about his past and his friendships and things are what's pertinent to that story. I don't try to recap everything as we go along, and I don't uh, insist that you read uh, the first 17 books in order to understand <laughs> you know, who he is and what he's doing this time. That would take a while to catch up. So, Well, let's uh, start with Something Wicked is the new one, and this just came out, right, within the last few weeks. Yeah, it came out in uh, the end of May. Okay. Um, what brought us to this uh, book, uh, the title? What's, uh, what's the background of it? Well, when I was... Uh, I, when, I, when I start to write a book, the very first thing I ask myself, well, what's it going to be about? 
not what the story is, not what the crime is, not who done it, but, you know, what are we going to talk about? What's important to the story? And I was working on this idea I had about legacy, about how families have to, you know, how families tend to, to go into their past. I mean, they're so much influenced by their, their parents and then their grandparents and the people before them. Uh, I, you know, a legacy, if you will. Uh, and I also wanted to include things that were going on in, in our state at the time, the problems uh, coming out of the uh, murder of George Floyd, uh, COVID restrictions, uh, the emergence of uh, white supremacist groups in, in various areas and things like that. And I just didn't have a story. And then one day, you know, while I'm wandering around the house, you know, bumping into furniture, my wife mentions that uh, they tore down the Spicer Castle in western Minnesota uh, and, and turned it into a development. And I had been there several times in the past. And basically, it's this, this massive estate that had been built in the 1860s. And it just existed since then. And I thought, there it is. That's that's the key. That's yep. that's what I will focus all these uh, other elements around, and that's where it came from. That's amazing. And this will uh, kind of blow your mind here, too. Not only do I know about the Spicer Castle, I grew up around there, and so I know precisely where you're talking about. All right. So, well, yeah. I, I, I take liberties. Don't, don't think <laughs> I'm, you know, uh, uh, I, I kind of use it as the basis. But oh, that's fine. I create a new town. I call it the Reading Castle, and I, I create a new town. I, in fact, create a new county. Sure. So that I would have the elements I needed to tell my story. Usually I try to use this as, you know, all the real locations that I can. Mm -hmm. But in this case, uh, but you'll recognize a lot of stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. David Housewright is our guest. His new book is Something Wicked. It's part of the McKenzie novels. And uh, so where does it go from there? So we, we've got the castle, and uh, we don't want to give the whole plot away, but we want to uh, tweak the interest of listeners. Well, it, Mackenzie gets involved because one of the family members, uh, what happens is the, the grandmother who owns the place passes away. And now the siblings are fighting over what they're going to do. Are they going to sell it? Are they going to keep it? What, you know, what's going to happen? And uh, Mackenzie gets involved because uh, the granddaughter uh, believes that the, the grandmother had been murdered even though the police disagree. And they, she asks him to get involved and find out what happens, and so he, he does. And he immerses himself in this environment and among these people and, and trying to find out what, what really happened and, and, in fact, where do we go from here? Sounds like a uh, rich, interesting uh, plot. And uh, how do you come up with the titles? What what happened with uh, something wicked? How did we land on that? Uh, the the titles tend to uh, they tend to come to me as I'm writing the book. Only once did I have a title of a book before I actually began writing <laughs> the book. Um, this comes from Macbeth. 
the fourth uh, scene in, in, or the fourth act in Macbeth, I think it's maybe even the first scene, okay. where Macbeth comes to meet the witches. And they say, you know, by the prick in my thumb, uh, I know that something wicked this way comes. Mm. Open locks to those who knock. And basically it's about, uh, you know, you stand in one place long enough, <laughs> bad things will come to you. Yeah. And that's basically where this this book leads to. In many ways, it's a homage to the old writers like Agatha Christie and, and even Jessica Fletcher, the murder she wrote, detective, sure. and how always at the end of the book they gather the suspects and then they reveal, you know. In real life, that never happens. <laughs> I mean, in real life, you you know, if, if I was that guy and they said, I know it was you because you were the last one to have the keys to the cabin. <laughs> You know, I would I would have the suspect stand up and say, "Yeah, prove it, prove it in court." <laughs> but so I do that. I actually have that moment where we have all the suspects together and we reveal who actually uh, did what and why. And uh, so I kind of call out those old books, even though in reality this never happens. Yeah. But. Uh, your character, I uh, hear Rushmore McKenzie, um, has been developed along now for for many books, many years. Do you do you st- start to kind of think for him, or think of uh, what he would say, or how he would uh, react to situations? What's the writing formula here after this many uh, episodes? Well, you you know who the character is. You know why he does what he does. And he does it because he thinks he's making the world a better place. I mean, when his head hits a pillow, no matter what terrible things he's seen and terrible things he's actually done, he figures, you know, it's all for the good. Um, And, yeah, he is a smart aleck. And, yeah, he... says and does things that maybe the average person isn't going to say and do, but it's not like, you know, that comes from the writing process. It's not like I walk through the day taking notes going, yeah, that was a smart-ass remark. I'll write that down and I'll use that, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I don't do that. Yeah. Does uh, does the character, as as you go through, and uh, obviously with with that many books involved, of course, uh, even in, in his world, time is passing. And so does the character change a little bit? Does, does the character evolve as he's getting older? Yes. Yes, you mentioned this is number, I'm going to say 19, because mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure. But he's aged uh, eight years uh, from that book to the one I just finished, yeah. a little over eight years. Okay. So it's basically, you know, two books a year, if you will. I, I, I believe you have to do that. And you have to write about the world that exists. I mean, in this book, we deal with COVID. In this book, we deal with a lot of things that are going on right now. Because I think a book takes place in a certain time and place, and the people who live in that time and place are affected by that. And I, I try to incorporate all that stuff. I, I had the great pleasure of knowing Sue Grafton, 
And uh, for your readers, your listeners who don't know, she wrote the Kinsey Milhone series, you know, A is for alibi, B is for burglary, C is for corpse, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And her character never aged. Her character remained the same age through every one of these books. Okay. And I asked her once years ago, why? You know, and she answered she didn't want to deal with the changes in technology. Mm. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to deal with all of this stuff, and I get it, because when I started this particular series, for example, there were things that McKenzie could do and things he could not do because of technology. Sure. And now, uh, all these years later, there are things he can do and things he can't do, and that's changed dramatically uh, over the years. So, you you know, it's hard to stay up uh, to keep up with with the technology and keep up with what he can learn from a computer and uh, what have you, and uh, so I get I get Sue's perspective, but <laughs> you know you try to do the best you can. Yeah, well, I suppose from the listener's perspective or the reader's perspective, uh, you know, if if you are doing a series that is, uh, you know, right up to current times. Uh, I suppose you don't want the reader to think, well, why doesn't he just, you know, do this or this? You know, it's available. Yeah. 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 And uh, and I, I, my guy actually does all of the things. I don't have, you know, uh, antisocial computer hackers living in their mother's basement <laughs> doing all the research, you know, like you see on TV and that where a couple of keystrokes all of a sudden they come up with all this pertinent information. Mm-hmm. We actually see him out there gathering the uh, the clues. So. Interesting. We're going to uh, take a break here, David. If you don't mind, uh, please hold on for just one second. We will get back to you in just a minute. We're talking with David Housewright. His new book is called Something Wicked, and it's our feature on the KRWC Book Club for the month of June. We're going to come back, talk more with David in just a minute. The Book Break is starting their summer promotion with specials every day. Wacky Wednesday. Buy one book, get one free. Thrifty Thursday. Get a 10% discount on new and used books. Fishy Friday. Fish for a discount. And Saturday Surprise. Come in and be surprised. Come in and get the new release by David Housewright, Something Wicked, June's Read of the Month on KRWC. The Book Break has new and used books, sheet music, and DVDs at incredible prices. The Book Break, open Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 11 to 5, Saturday, 10 to 4, in beautiful downtown Maple Lake. The June KRWC Book Club, David Housewright is with us, metro area author of the uh, Mackenzie novels as well as other books, and uh, we're talking about his latest called Something Wicked, which is available at the book break. And uh, I know you like when when folks go to uh, their local bookstore and grab that book into their hands. Not that it's not available in other formats, too, but uh, something special about that uh, tactile version. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think there's something about it. Uh, I My books are all available in e-book. They're also, also available in audio. And I, I've never listened to more than 30 seconds of one of my audio books. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I just hear the voice, and, and I'm like, 
well, that's not the voice I hear <laughs> when I actually read it. So, uh-huh. but the guy does a great job. Uh, Brent Hinckley is the actor's name, and uh, you know, people tell me it's it's terrific, but. Yeah, I, I'd rather read them. I'd rather hold them in my hand, but that's me. Um, give us a couple of more little tidbits, uh, something that uh, will intrigue us with uh, the new uh, book here, something wicked that uh, will make us want to get out there and grab a copy of it. Oh, I'm really not, like I said, it's kind of a homage to the, you know, the Agatha Christie and Dorothy Sayers and those great writers. Uh, in, it's been, it's been uh, called, uh, some critics have called it a locked room mystery. And this is a mystery where the crime takes place and, and you don't know not only who did it, but how it was done because it, it's, it took place in the locked room and how did they get in and how did they get out? And again, that's, that's kind of a, uh, an affectation of mine. I just wanted to, uh, to to talk about that a little bit. I have a scene where the two characters, uh, Mackenzie and, and Nina Truler, are actually watching The Thin Man on on, on cable. And things of that, you know, it, it, I, 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 I deal again with a lot of real issues that we're having to deal with at the time I wrote the book, like COVID restrictions and like the unrest in Minneapolis and the resignation of all these police officers and things of that nature. But I, I soften it a little bit with this, uh, uh, you know, reaching back into our past, if you if you will, back into where crime novels were a little more simpler and a little more, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, uh, obviously, from time to time, and probably it was curtailed a little bit during the whole COVID deal, but I'm sure that you've done uh, book signings, meet and greets, and things like that. You Have you met a lot of your readers over the years? I have. Uh, as you say, the last couple of years we haven't done much, but I used to do 30, 40 events a year. Are there... Libraries and bookstores and things like that. And sure. uh, it's always great. Is there a, you know, when you meet the people. Is there a typical David Housewright reader, or, or, or are you all over the board? Is it interesting to see that it's uh, people from all different walks of life? Yeah, I I was always surprised by that. I was all uh, by the, the the people who who find this uh, uh, interesting to them. Uh, I, I you know you you uh, I've been told some writers will or teachers will tell you this that when you write a book or a story, you think of one person that you're going to tell this story to. I think that's silly advice, but. I've heard it before. In my case, I can't. Okay. I can't think of one person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> I got nothing for you. It's just, it's a pretty big crowd. Yeah, yeah. well, that's interesting that it's, uh, and I'm, I guess it's, uh, you know, a real good thing that uh, the books appeal to a, a mass audience, and uh, you never know who's out there that loves the mysteries. They might be totally into something else in real life, but they like that uh, departure, too. Yeah, well, you have to remember, in many ways, uh, crime novels are fantasies. 
And I say that because in, in, in crime fiction and mystery, certainly the stuff I write, uh, the good guys nearly always triumph. The bad guys nearly, nearly always get what they deserve, and the characters affected by the crime uh, get closure. In real life, that never happens. Yeah, I should I shouldn't say never, but it, you know, it's, yeah, the bad guys go away to jail, and that, but you don't get closure. Mm-hmm. You know, the crime follows you. You you remember it, and it it affects you. And um, and I think that may be one of the major appeals of crime fiction, is that we do get that ending that we seldom get in real life. Something Wicked, David Housewright is uh, the author, and it's our KRWC Book Club um, title of the month here. We know that it's available at uh, Book Break in Maple Lake, our sponsor for the program today. Tell us uh, where else they can find it. Well, you can find it at fine bookstores everywhere. Um, you know, I, I, I have a nice, nice distribution. Uh, libraries have always been very good to me. Uh, I won't be doing as many events this year as I have in the past, but I will. I, I recommend anybody who loves mysteries to come to the World Mystery Convention, which is being held in Minneapolis this year. It's being held on September 8th through the 11th. And if you you, you Google BoucherCon, B-O-U-C-H-E-R-C-O-N, or just World Mystery Convention online, I'm sure you'll get all the details you know about registering and and maybe even uh you know finding a hotel or a motel to to hang out in during the uh, convention here in minneapolis sounds exciting well sir it's um always a pleasure to talk with you and uh, good luck on not only the new book but i'm sure you've got a couple of other things you've always got something in the works aren't you you're always working on something well, I'm working on number 30, actually. Wow. Uh, the next two books are already in the system. Oh, okay. And uh, hopefully they'll come out within the next year. And, uh, you know, it's it's what I do. <laughs> good. good to talk to you, David, and uh, best of luck. And we will uh, chat again, hopefully, and uh, maybe bump into you or see you here at one of these uh, next events, too. Well, I hope so. And they, and. and you know, Tim, congratulations on the 50th anniversary for the mighty uh, KRWC. Yeah, well, we appreciate that. We've been kind of celebrating uh, all year long, just kind of kind of wrapping it up here. We're getting down to the, the end of the official one-year celebration, but uh, we appreciate that. All right. Take care. Thanks much. We'll talk again. Okay, you all too. Right. David Housewright, his new book is Something Wicked. You can find it at The Book Break. The Book Break is starting their summer promotion with specials every day. Wacky Wednesday. Buy one book, get one free. Thrifty Thursday. Get a 10% discount on new and used books. Fishy Friday. Fish for a discount. And Saturday Surprise. Come in and be surprised. Come in and get the new release by David Housewright, Something Wicked, June's Read of the Month on KRWC. The Book Break has new and used books, sheet music, and DVDs at incredible prices. The Book Break, open Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 11 to 5, Saturday, 10 to 4, in beautiful downtown Maple Lake. We appreciate you tuning in for KRWC's Book Club for the month of June. Again, our selection of the month, David Housewright's Something Wicked. 
And we'll have something new cooked up for you next month for the month of July. Tune in on the third Thursday of each month.